0: Please feel free to follow and like Romantic Truth on Facebook at facebook.com slash romantictruth. You may also listen to the podcast on anchor.fm slash romantictruth. Now, here is your host Jorzen.
1: Hi everyone, Johnson with you here, Romantic Truth, Las Vegas. I hope everyone is doing well. Alright, we got a lot of things to cover today. One thing we're going to go into is what are the prerequisites that women have for men in order to date them? Now, believe it or not, there are about 20 or so. And I'm going to give you some that will help a lot of you guys. And this will save you from really throwing away your time, money, and effort and feelings with uh, women that are not going to even consider you. The first, of course, is an automobile. Transportation is very important. Now, depending on where you live, because like in New York, of course, it's very expensive to have a vehicle. So that might not necessarily be a qualifier for you there or in places where you have good mass transit, but if you're in a place like Vegas or somewhere that's in the hinterlands or something like that, a vehicle is essential. Primarily, the reason for this, guys, is that a lot of women do not like picking you up. There are some women that are still stuck in the old tradition that a man is supposed to do that and a woman is not supposed to, in some ways, Go on that same premise now here's the thing to keep in mind also even though women will say they want equality many of them draw the line and it gives us a kind of a double standard in the sense that they're saying well I'm not gonna take care of any man I'm not gonna help any man that kind of thing but yet they want the same thing from you and what's happening now a lot of men are saying hey you know what if this is going to be an egalitarian thing You're going to have to step up and take on some of the responsibilities just like you require of me. And so this is what's happening. So what does this mean for some of you guys that are disabled like myself or cannot drive? This means that there are going to be fewer women that would even want to talk to you. That's the reality of it. Because no matter what, they're going to hold you to that same standard. The majority of them will. Because after all, you got to remember, when a woman chooses you, she's looking for her best interests as well. Now, the one thing to keep in mind before we even get to the car, when she sees you, that's going to be the determination, whether it's online presentation or whether she sees you in person. That's going to kind of uh, guide her in that direction. The next thing, a home. Usually an apartment, women prefer men living independently. I will tell you you are dinged if you have roommates she won't tell you that but a lot of times this is what she's thinking there are some women that will not date a man unless he has a house of his own in other words you will find women especially those that have been considered like princesses they are living at home dad is rolling out the red carpeting for her and therefore she expects to walk right into a situation from one house to the next, and if a man cannot provide that, well, she looks at him as a failure. I hate to say it, fellas, but some of them actually do. They will only consider you unless you have that kind of thing, and some even go as far as the scale of the home. So, take for instance, she's in a three-bedroom house with her parents. She may want a man with a mansion, damn near, or a very nice home in a very established neighborhood. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that she's accustomed to that because you run across that gray area where there are some women who would be accustomed to having that because that was a standard in their lifestyle and those who never had that and want it. And this is where you have to use a filter as a man to determine one thing. If she's accustomed to it and you're at that level, no problem. If she doesn't have that and it's aspirational something she wants, more than likely you're going to have a problem. And the reason for that, and this doesn't default to every woman that doesn't have the resources, but what I am saying is that a lot of times you will find them wanting to go overboard with it. Somebody that's accustomed to something, they usually know how to manage within that realm. Others that don't, oh, they're going out for it. You know, it's like the people that win the lottery. can't tell them anything and before you know it, they're broken three years. That's the kind of mindset you're dealing with. All right, the other is a job, career. Women do base their judgment on you on what kind of profession you're in. And usually they try to make the equation between the job, her status, and your income. Now, this is where a lot of men run into trouble With material girls, if you get a woman that you feel as though you don't deserve you got to put her on a pedestal you're trying to keep her you guard it with her you don't want her talking to any other men that kind of thing because she's the best thing you've ever had you have dated out of your league and you got somebody that you really cannot afford and here's what's going to happen to you she's going to see that you're jumping through hoops and bounds in order to keep her and she's gonna raise the bar higher and higher and higher for expectations for you. Meanwhile, you're not seeing this, but you're not getting the affection, the love, and things that you wanted as a result of all of this work you're doing, all this money you're paying. And what you're gonna start realizing is that she's positioned herself in a way of power. So the way she's gonna control you is through debt. That's right, judiciary abuse. She's going to go and run those credit cards up and she's going to keep you as a working Joe. A working Joe, as I told you before, is a guy that a woman doesn't respect, but who's into her more than she's into him. And he's trying to use money, wealth, gifts, you name it, as a stopgap for his love. In other words, I can't really love you even though I've tried because I don't get it back. So let me pay my way in. So what has happened is many of these guys wind up marrying and dating glorified strippers. You know what a stripper has to do? She has to just tease you and you pay her. Oh, and she will start doing things such as uh, actually regulating the sex. So it all depends on where she is in her phase and her development. Now, you would think that only younger women do this. You'd be surprised how many women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s do it as well. They keep it going sometimes because they don't give up that fight. But here's the other thing you have to consider. A lot of you guys may get passed over by these women when they're younger, hotter, with no kids. And so you have a steady job as a plumber, as a cable installer, or something like that. And then all of a sudden she's tried for the guy that was the high value man with the automobiles, the house and wealth and all of that. And she realizes that she's getting nowhere with him and he's still seeing other women. And she wants to take some sort of token or some kind of prize from him. And he might give her the droppings of a few thousand dollars or so, maybe a hundred thousand, a million in some cases. But she knows that playing that game is too risky for her. She may not have enough in order to still play the game. So what is she going to do? More than likely stack the odds in her favor by getting with a man who's a little bit more dependable, less threatening, and someone that she can kind of build with because she can trust him. This is where you Delta males come into play. You're the guys that are dependable, reliable guys. You're the guys that offer stability, stability, You're the guys that no matter who you're with, you're going to still keep that job. You're not going to listen to them talking about, oh, well, you know what? We could go and live here. And he's like, well, no, because I got all my bills managed. I'm paying down his debt and everything else is going into savings. That guy is the guy that most women, when they fall, that's who they go to. Because they have had enough of trying to chase the guy that's out there that's elusive. That includes the delusional guy that they always want that's in the shining armor. You have heard reality for the most part, about 80% of the population wind up marrying that type of guy. And I make the correlation based on stats when it comes down to personal income tax returns from the IRS from 20, I think it's 2018 until now. Where only 80%, well, no, only 20% made over $100,000 per year, for that year. And only 80%, well, ain't no only in it, the majority, 80%, made less than 100K. So we know what most women will wind up just like most men will wind up. Nothing's wrong with that. The thing is you did an honest thing and you're not consumed by trying to be something you're not. Even though you have people within that group that still try to do that. All right, let's go on here. A woman looks at a man's disposable income as well. Guys, the way many women may measure this is by where you take them out, how much money you spend on them. This is the reason why I try to get you to take that advantage away from them deliberately. Because here's the problem. You run into a lot of gold diggers that would like to do I know it's an old ass word. But you run across a lot of them who try to fit in with the good girls. Now, that $40 I tell you about going to Starbucks, a coffee shop, bookstore, ice cream parlor, pizza parlor, the way it helps you is that that woman that is pissed off at you because you won't take her to a five star restaurant, you've already eliminated her. you filtered her out. Because what you have to realize, that will be the same kind of woman that's going to always push you and not push herself to make more money and to do better. Because what she would want to do is to push you and then sit back on her laurels and say, oh, you didn't meet my expectations. You're inadequate. Once again, that word in itself like a trigger for a man because she's saying you could do better but here's the problem you want to do better with the right woman not with the wrong opportunity just to help you guys because a lot of you are going in circles you write things in about stuff like this and we might as well talk about it now understand one thing too fellas disposable income is the money you could afford to throw away whether it's on entertainment Or things like that. And what you'll need to do with some of your budgets to help you out. You know that entertainment budget where you want to go out and uh, hang out with your buddies and maybe drink some beers and have a good time? Maybe you should cut into that money when it comes down to taking a woman on a date. So maybe you want to look at maybe scaling down what you'd want to do with your boys so that you could spend the money on the date. Provided that you found a woman that was worth it you do not want to go outside of that budget you want to make sure all your bills are paid off every month you should not interrupt a date stealing from your rent money in order to go on a date to hell with that you don't want to do anything that's going to upset the apple cart when it comes down to your basic functions because that date may not work out and you've just thrown away your money so you'd rather want it, You'd rather have it a situation where if you were to lose that money it wouldn't hurt you because your bills are paid be honest with her upfront say hey look you know I paid all my bills I got about three hundred dollars left for the month now what we can do a hundred of that I could probably go with you on some what you're trying to do this is called an integrity test most women who are about themselves are going to say, oh, hell no, you don't have any money. you broke. That's a good answer for you, fellas. When you hear that, you haven't lost anything. Because you got to remember, inside of that nice frame, beautiful face, nice body, is a person that will do your ass in later on if you got in a relationship with them. If she's complaining about that, you don't need her. You don't need her. The other thing, honesty. Now, women look at honesty as some sort of way of qualifying you as being the right guy, the noble guy, being that knight in shining armor. You're not going to lie to her or cheat on her one thing to observe does she describe herself as being honest usually most women want it from a man but they don't want to actually have that apply to themselves this is something for you to really consider so if she says uh, are you honest yes are you a lot of times they're not expecting that and what will happen more often than not, because when I've asked that question back to a woman, she's looked up to the left, just like they do when they're interviewing the people in the detective's office. Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. You start hearing that, <laughs> you already have an idea. True enough, it's not scientific, but this is one thing to keep in mind. A person who's honest can openly say it without any problem. She gets up and there start starts bucking and got a thing. Now... Another thing, just to go back to the housing situation, to the home, number two. If a woman is asking you very early, do you live alone? There's a good possibility she's in a relationship or married. If she asks that question in an awkward way in the beginning of the conversation. The reason being, she's trying to let you know that my place is off limits. It'll just be your place. Which means that You want to go and try to find out the status of this woman immediately. A lot of these women will lie to you. They will omit and wait until they're out on a date with you and then tell you they're married. Most women wait until they're in a bed with you and then tell you that they're married. Because the way they look at it, he's not going to turn down this pussy. Fellas, don't be stupid. Turn the pussy down. She tells you she's married. You don't know what you're exposed to. You can open that door to let her out and before you know it, you got a shotgun in your face. You don't know. You can't listen to anything she says because if she can't be honest and truthful, the very things that many of them ask of you, if she can't do that in a marriage where she made a commitment, had a ceremony, you have a binding legal document What the hell makes you think she's going to do that on a verbal contract? Which is not even a contract for the most part. Don't fall for the okie-doke. All right. The next thing. And this is something that I found that was uh, really interesting. A lot of them want a dependable man. They want a reliable man. But many of them, not all of them, of course, we don't ever use the word all here. There are no absolutes. But here's the thing. Many of them are not dependable themselves. If you start noticing that she's expecting you to measure up to every standard that she has laid or every requirement that she has set out for you and on her side of the equation she's falling short so i'll give you an example take for instance you have a car your car breaks down and she volunteers to take you to work oh honey i'll take you to work no problem all right you go to work you're there and she says she's going to pick you up after work. And she said, well you know it's raining. I don't feel like driving. Uh, can you catch the bus home? Now, let's invert that. She doesn't have a car. And don't be surprised fellas, there's a lot of women who will not have a car and demand that a man does. And it gets to a point she needs a ride to work. You give her a ride to work. And she tells you when you're dropping off, oh, you know what? You can pick me up at uh, four o'clock. I'll be ready to go. So at four o'clock, she expects you there. You have to watch this because if the things are even when it comes down to you, where she wants you to be there on time, and then she has excuses on her end of the, of the equation when it comes down to something she's committed to, that right there is your answer you're throwing away good efforts on a bad woman. She's cherry picking. You don't need that. All right. The other thing, this woman usually wants you to be able to pay your own bills. Fellas, make that a requirement for a woman that you meet or with. She should never come to you, especially in the early stages of the relationship asking you for anything financial as i told you i had women ask me for rent money cell phone bills car payments one woman wanted me to help her with a mortgage on the first date as i told you before guys a woman can come to you in damn near any condition and expects you to accept her because other men have in the past. When it comes down to you, you gotta have your shit together in order to even say hello. You don't have to accept everything that comes to your front door because it has a vagina, I'm telling you. Do it if you want to at your own peril and risk. Ask some of these men who have done it and they wound up giving up half their shit over somebody that had nothing when they walked in the door. You want a woman who has something to lose. You want a woman that has a future with something to strive for. And before you have sex with a woman, fellas, one question you might want to ask her, what are your future plans in life? If she starts with, oh, I want to have a family, what about your career? What about sustaining yourself? Have you thought about that? Oh, well, you know, I'm going to marry somebody that's going to take that. No, you don't need that, fellas. But you start going in that direction. I don't give a damn. How cute, how fine, how sweet? The answer is no. For your own safety. Because, see, what a lot of you guys don't realize, even if you're wealthy and you take in one of these women who really have not invested in themselves as far as going to get a career, get an education. What you're gonna have is a liability. You have children with it. Take the rest of you guys divorce. Guess what's gonna happen? Of course, you're gonna to have to pay child support. You gotta split some of the assets you acquired after your marriage. But here's the other thing you're gonna to have to do, pay alimony. There was a lady that married this gentleman that I knew. And he sent her to law school. She graduated with a law degree. Went on got her bachelor's first and went on got a law degree. Didn't use it. Stayed at home shopping and doing everything else. Well, she chose to divorce him because she found a younger man. And so she went and filed for divorce. She walked away away with a substantial amount of alimony for two years plus child support and he had to settle a few assets that he had she walked away when he met her she only had a high school diploma if you are what is called a high-value man which is a term that I totally resent because what the fuck is a high-value man because he has money because he has a hundred thousand Let's look at a couple of things, and I broke it down on one of the podcasts. I'm not going to go through the whole uh, dynamics of it, but what it comes down to is this: $100,000 is the new $45,000 a year salary. Back in my day, if you made 45 to 50 thousand, you were like a $100,000 a year man. because they're trying to quantify it in some kind of way to feel as though they've reached some level of status. reason why they don't go for a million dollar man is because they know they couldn't attract one because they won't even be in the same realm as one. All right, let's go on here. We talked about how he's got to be dependable, how he's got to pay his own bills, she should be able to pay her own. And another thing, they're going to tell you that they don't want a mama's boy let me tell you something about that in particular if you're living at home with your mom and you're 18 19 20 21 up to about 26 and you're doing something productive such as putting away money to buy a house you're doing something like maybe I'm talking about why you're working or maybe getting ready to go into the military Something that's pushing you forward. You're in school. Whatever you're doing, if it's something that's going to enhance your future, don't jeopardize it by being punked about moving out of your mama's house in that sense. Only if you're doing something going forward. If you're sitting at home playing video games, beating off down there in the basement, no. No bueno. You want to be doing something that's going to propel you forward. The reason being is this, fellas. Most women stay at home longer than their brothers, their siblings, their male siblings. Usually the dad wants the kid out of the house, the boy out of the house at 18. The daughter can stay a little bit longer because she's going to school. And a lot of times these women will come out and they're looking for a man. Now they've already finished school you decide to take your ass out of the house at 18 and you're working and you're not making close to what she's making because she has a college degree and then she feels as though she has to settle for you what i'm getting at is this if you're doing something constructive that's going to propel you forward such as going to school putting money away not buying stupid ass cars and that kind of shit. $1,400 $1,400 iPhones in order to throw all of your money away on. You want to go forward with this and start doing doing things that will help you in the future. Investing, possibly. Don't get too carried away with it. Don't get carried away with Bitcoin at all. That's too risky. But the main thing you want to do is to go forward for your own best interests. Now, 26 should be the cutoff max for you being at home. By this time, you should have had your degrees. Take for risk, you went back, got your master's or whatever. But you're working while you're doing it so that when you come out with a higher education, which means there's a possibility you're making a higher income, which means you'll have a better choice of woman from the selection pool because the majority of the women are going to be high school graduates. Now, I know what you're saying, fellas. Well, man, most of the women that graduate from college, they're not that attractive. Or that go out and feel as though they have to go and make fin for themselves. They're not that attractive. Now, in some cases, you got a valid point. However, overall, you still have a better opportunity to meet a higher caliber of woman. That's what women are doing. That girl that's staying at home, working on her masters, that kind of thing. When she leaves, she is leaving looking for a man that's her equal. This is how a lot of you guys have passed over. People don't like talking about this, but this is one of the reasons. I had to learn this dated a lot of college, highly degreed women. And here was the problem with me, and I dated some that didn't have anything. And here's the thing that I will tell you. A lot of those women would look at me, even though I made the money that they made, I had to work twice as hard to go half as far as they had. And what I had to understand was, I'm out here busting my ass and they're making pretty good money, and they don't have to do it as much as I do. I was what was called a Mustanger. Let me tell you what that is, folks, and for you guys. Some of you guys like it where you could stack money. So you work two or three jobs, and now you're making $80,000 or $100,000 a year. But one job won't provide that. And you're wearing your ass out, and you're thinking, oh, I'm just gonna do this, you know, and then by the time I retire, I'll be, man, please, look. What you'll need to do is to focus to help you have one job that will support you. When you have two or three different companies supporting you at the same time, you done fucked up. You're not going to get rich working for someone else. That's one thing you'll learn. You're going to get certain levels of comfort working for someone else. Big difference. Now, another thing, too, on this whole tip. A lot of women will say they're entrepreneurs. As soon as you hear that stupid-ass word, you want to ask her about her company and her product, her services, whatever she offers. When a woman asks me, well, what do you do on a regular basis? I say, well, I make music, and I give them the link to the Music channel, and then I said, Well, I also do a podcast. Romantic Truth, y'all listen in. What I'm doing is not promoting that I'm independent and that I'm an entrepreneur. I'm promoting that I have a podcast. That's what I do. A lot of these women will say, Oh, yeah, well, I got an LLC, or I got, okay, well, what, what does it do? Most of the people have an LLC just so they can have some of the tax benefits. Now, there's another thing you have to look at with this. Many times, you guys are going to be punked about being a mama's boy. Be careful who's punking you. The one thing to keep in mind is, if you're staying at mama's house past the age of 18... You need to be doing something constructively for yourself. And I don't mean hustling in the streets, slinging weed or whatever. I'm not talking about no bullshit like that because that doesn't have a retirement plan. That doesn't have health benefits. You need something that's going to support you so that you can take the weight off your mom. But not only that, don't get punked into a situation, especially you young men, by some of these 20 or 30 something year old single moms that are trying to make you come over to their side of the equation. They want you to come over because you are fresh meat. They can mold you into the man they want you to be. And then after she gets you, she's going to treat you like a child, more than likely. And know, oh, she's going to always hold that masculinity thing over you where you're not the man that she wants you to be again inadequacy is used as a weapon against you now had you not decided to go on and deal with that and went on and focused on what you need to do in the future guess what would happen you'd have a better choice than woman and that lady would not be someone you would even think about choosing. Not because she has a kid but because of the choices she made in life and that's the lifestyle she chose to live. It has nothing to do with you. See a lot of times what you'll face in life are people who have made poor decisions on their own accord and they want someone else to be mutually responsible for that same poor decision they made. Whether it's having a kid too soon Whether it's them getting involved in some legal mess too soon. They want somebody to be there with them. You got to really evaluate the situations you want to get involved in. I can't stress that enough. And being younger, you definitely want to do it. Now the reason why I talk about things such as holding off on buying a $1,400 iPhone or getting in debt with a $600 a month. Payment for Z Z28 or Camaro. Whatever the fuck is out there. The reason why I'm saying this. Is because. You got to remember. You're buying all this shit. Yeah it's cool for you. But you're buying all this shit to be noticed by other people. Haven't you ever noticed fellas. And some of you probably have gone through this. You have a, We'll say you bought a new car. The latest hot car. And then a year later you meet a lady and then she tells you something like, you know, when are you going to get the next model? And she's sitting there without a car herself with roommates living in an apartment and they pissed off at her because her rent is past due. Yes, you'll run across that shit. Because, see, there are some women that expect you to accept everything that they dish out, including unwarranted criticism. I'm telling you to watch that be careful about the quality of woman you get with not the quantity of women the quantity of women has gotten a lot of guys in trouble I was fortunate to get out of that quagmire without having any kids because I made condoms of religion along with spermicide some of you guys playing Russian roulette going in a raw. thinking you are gonna walk away from that shit uh 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 Mm -mm. things you got to think about man all right let's take a break and we'll resume in just a second all right folks so we've covered many of the criteria that women may put out for men to meet. And as I told you before, any of these can be met with the word inadequacy. And that's the trigger for a man to feel bad. So therefore he has fallen short. That's the option. Inadequacy can go for both men and women. Again, when it applies to men, women use it as a performance issue. When when it's uh, applied to women, is viewed as more of an attraction of visual issue all right let's go on here now let's talk about a couple of things here we stopped off at disposable income honesty we talked about and fellas keep in mind some women interpret honesty as they want a man that doesn't lie a lot of women won't have that to describe themselves but they'd want it out of you. now we talked about mama's boys as well if you're dealing with a woman you want her to pay her own bills just like you do we talked about that let's get now to your criminal history and that's going to be very important fellas if you ever want to be discriminated by a woman, a good one, she's going to use a criminal record as the criteria. Now, some women have it based on a strata, other women's have a zero tolerance when it comes to criminal behavior. If you got as much as a misdemeanor, nope. Because they realize they have better choices than you. That's what you have to consider. So I would strongly advise you not to fuck your life up, especially if you're a young man uh, trying to be hard, trying to be gangster, trying to be hardcore. You know what? i put it to you this way. All the hardcore gangsters that I knew throughout my life, to this day, I can't remember any of them as far as any kind of impact or lasting impact they've put on me or society or anybody else. They were just people that were there that went on, filled that vacuum for a minute, and then somebody else came in. You know, if you ever need to learn something about crime in general, one only thing you have to do is just go back and read about the Roman Empire. I think they had, what, 42 emperors? Read about how quickly they were gone through. Because you got to remember... There are people out there that just wanna have the power. They just wanna have the recognition. for a moment in the sun. They're not looking to bask there and vacation there. Most of those guys don't live long. You look at the so-called alpha male in animal kingdom, three to five years if he's lucky. That's it, it's a short-lived existence. what to be the biggest biggest and the baddest you're going to be forgotten like everybody else remember years ago before Mike Tyson was boxing when Muhammad Ali was the shit everybody had to measure up to Muhammad Ali's standard and then of course we respectfully loved Ali Mike Tyson came along Mike Tyson admired Muhammad Ali And I could tell he took some techniques and enhanced them. And it worked for him. And Mike was the new hero. But now you think about it. These people were people that people supported. The fans went to see them. They were admired. And true enough, they had their dissenters, people that didn't like them. But what we have to look at is this. Through it all, people had an identity. I know it sounds crazy. I want you to hear me out. So who are you supporting in this fight? Oh, I'm supporting Mike Tyson. I'm supporting Muhammad Ali. It made them feel like they were a winner by holding on to the essence of that person. Even when these fans say something like, Oh, I'm a Beyonce fan. It's an identity. I'm in the beehive. I'm a Swifty. Lady Gaga, her monsters. I don't know what Katy Perry calls her people. I've always thought Katy Perry was hot. I don't know why. But here's the thing I know what it is it's the eyes and the hair. Here's the thing, though. And of course, she's a nice person from what I've seen don't know a person but here's the thing though that I would say and that is a lot of you guys are out there trying to have that hardcore identity so that the woman will remember who you are you don't have to do all that be yourself and if you're not a gangster don't be a gangster don't try to act like one You look at Tupac, rest his soul. Pac was an entertainer, he wasn't a gangster. All of them, Dre, all of them, they sold you the image and there was nothing wrong with that because it was, they were making money off of it. But the problem was, and I'm not qualifying it or demeaning it, but what I am saying is overall, It was an image they were selling you, not a life, not a lifestyle, but a lot of you took it on and fucked yourselves up, got locked up over dumb shit. Because there's some people out there really about the business. Oh, they were gangster first, then they became a rapper. That's the person you would have to watch the most. Well, here's the thing. If you're not about that life, don't get in that life. You don't have to, and especially for a woman. If you do that for a woman, you're a pitiful ass. Not to demean women in any kind of way, but a good woman's not going to ask you to do nothing like that. A good woman's not going to ask you to sacrifice yourself for her because the fact is she's going to benefit from being with you. The last thing she wants to do is to jeopardize that, like my friend told <laughs> my friend's girl told him one time she said, "You better lay off all that all that l a gangster shit because he was trying so hard. he wondered he grew up in the suburbs and he had his hat backwards and the pants sagging and all of that and she said no she said because I'm in competition and he was like competition with who she said you get locked up a man's going to be fucking you I want to be the one fucking you not him so you got a choice go in if you want to or stay out with me a couple of his homies wound up getting locked up and get some long ass time he changed up his tone back to old girl but he was still caught in that place where it was like he felt as though his manhood was being challenged like trying to tell her well you know, I, I, you know I'm still hard I'm still and she was like you know you, you ain't, you, ain't. You, you think you are but you're not it took him a while to grow out of that shit And he would always ask me, man, why don't you, why, why don't you go and get, I'm like, "Nah." I said, it's not me. I said, I can't do that. I'm not better than they are. I can't do that. He's like, well, you got all them hood ass, I said, yeah, but they're friends. But well, here's the thing, they have enough respect for me, when they get ready to do some dirt, they say, hey, yo, you know, uh, we got to take care of some business, we got to do some dirt, you need to go. Cool. But see, the thing is, the reason why I got along with them was because I still respected them for being who they were because they were who they were. They weren't trying to be gangster. They were gangster. They weren't trying to be an entertainer. They weren't trying to be a rapper or whatever. That's all they knew was the streets. And I couldn't criticize them for just knowing the streets. And once they saw that I wasn't pointing a finger and judging them, because that's what they do. They educated me on how they had to live. You'd be surprised some of the things you learn from people. But the main thing you got to keep in mind is this. If you're doing this facade shit for a woman, it's only gonna get you locked up or killed if you ain't careful. And she is not gonna be at fault. You will. You Can't ever blame her. Never blame them. Alright, let's go on here. Good listener and sensitive. Two things that women look for. Now, a lot of guys that are macho would tell you, oh, no, and you know, that's that's being too weak. No, it's not. If you want to keep your woman, you better be a good listener. Or you better be a little bit more sensitive. Let me tell you something, gentlemen, especially you traditionalists, you guys that uh, you know, red meat guys, highway to, my way to Harvard, red pill guys, all you guys like that. Let me tell you something. I can't count the times I could have fucked wives and girlfriends who were married and dating guys like you with that attitude. Soon as she feels disenfranchised, soon as she feels as though she's been emotionally abandoned, man, and they will find a way to get to the guy you're thinking that is going to be a guy trying to come in and try to holler at her while she's with you? No. It's when she wants to come after the guy. She's going to make that effort. And the reason why she's doing this is because you're leaving the back door open in your relationship and don't realize it because of your insecurity. Or you got to control everything. You got to share that shit. See when a woman feels as though she has a stake equity in the relationship. Let me tell you what she does. She'll save you money when you don't even realize it. You'd be at work. Old girl gets a phone call. From the cable company. And they tell her about a cable package that's $200 a month. And then she's paying $350 and she's gonna go and ask all the important questions. And then if it works out to the family's favor, guess what she's gonna do? She's gonna sign up for it. When you get home, honey, guess what? You got $150 back in your back in the account now because we've done this, this, and this on the cave. Oh, thanks, babe, I didn't know you. Boom, there you go. That insecure jackass, Oh, well, I gotta call my husband first and see if he will approve it. And so she calls a text him. Oh, I'll deal with it when I get home. Now, don't get me wrong. Some women who are very passive and very submissive, they like that submission. And the reason being, they don't have to be responsible for shit. They only have to be accountable, not responsible. Oh, they have to account for all the time as to where they are. But they do not have to be responsible for the outcome of the relationship because the onus and everything associated with that relationship as far as the success of it falls on her man's shoulder. She deliberately yields to him and gives him all of this. So it would never be her fault. Fellas, guess what? Guys who get women like that, they foster that mindset. So when you start running across these women later on, if they got out of those relationships and they're totally unaccountable, irresponsible, a lot of times it has to do with that environment that they were in. They want you to be in charge of everything. They can't make decisions for themselves. Well, they could, but they don't want to because they don't want to be responsible for the decisions they make. Now, when it comes down to this accountability issue, oh, they're gonna make everything add up. So if they're gonna meet a new dude and be out with him, they're gonna make it add up. See, a lot of you guys think that these women were coming and just dropping all their baggage. I let them talk. Until they would get to a point that they got fed up with even what they were talking about. I just let them go on and talk. An automatic pilot. Oh, I shouldn't be telling y'all that. No, you, you know, you were just venting. And then what it goes from is from them now laying out their lives. They want to know about you. You already know they're married. And then after that, they're gonna to try to turn it into you know what, I'm not satisfied, I need to look at possibly, and it would never fail. It would always go from crisis situation in marriage or relationship, a little bit about me, and then about maybe having sex or having some sort of intimate situation going on. That was the plan, that's the way it always went. And the guys were looking at it and said, damn, man. And I said, yeah. It's crazy. You're talking now? No, man, she's married. I can't mess with her. Oh, man, you might not. go right ahead. Before you know it, she's out the door with the guy. Because what happens, fellas, when a woman shuts down with her communications, she feels as though it's not worth talking to you anymore. And when it gets to that point, Oh, she'll talk, but she's going to talk to someone that's not you. And if it works out to her benefit where it's going to be a relationship or something like that, oh, she's going to do more than talk. So you might be squeezing too tight with your insecurities on her and that's the reason why she's starting to wander. Now, another thing fellas to keep in mind there's a certain level of isolation that women will use with you isolation versus alienation isolation means that she's putting you in an environment where you and her are in the relationship and your friends are on the outer perimeter of that relationship so in other words there's less interference from them have you ever heard that song by Erica Badu you better call Tyrone yeah you don't want to be that dude that's got a whole bunch of dudes hanging around you Mm -mm. no no because most men we don't Cluster like that, maybe for football games or something like that. For the most part, but we don't like being around each other because somebody gonna say something that's fucked up, and try to qualify it before you know it, you gotta fight. So, we kind of keep our distance on that. But here's another thing too. You also have to remember that when a woman feels as though she's okay, where well she can talk to you, but she wants to also be in a situation where she's comfortable. So you gotta be considerate I always use those two together because that's the way it is i see as long as she's comfortable and considerate and communicating a woman will tell you everything you need to know about her anything you need to help her with because women find more comfort comfort in communicating with people than men do we're awkward as hell Because the reason being, women are trusted more in society than men. Let's face it. Look at the real estate market, especially residential real estate. That's a good example. Because women are seen to be more noteworthy than men. Now, that woman should have integrity, fellas. Doing the right thing when you're not looking. The right thing should be making sure that she's doing something to better the relationship. Now, everything I'm telling you about women, you should do also to help yourselves in order to meet them halfway. Talk about the positive shit? Now, there's another thing too. And a lot of people don't want to look at this, but we need to. When it comes down to a leader. Some men, especially some young men that don't have a meal in the house, think that they got to come in and be Julius Caesar. You don't have to be. You can share power with your woman and she'll still give you the respect of leadership. Some of you don't know that because you're so insecure with your own situation that you're thinking, oh, hell no, Uh uh-uh, I ain't sharing shit. Yeah, you should. Leadership can mean something as if your wife's a doctor. And take for instance, you're a construction worker. You'd be a fool if you got injured on the job and it was minor, but you just came home. To say, oh, no, you know, what I'm going to do is go to the ER. Mm Mm-mm i not going to tell my wife about it. I'm just going to go to the ER. Then you go to the ER. The doctor prescribes something for you. And you get this huge medical bill. And then your wife said, I don't know why you did that. You should have came to me. Because I got that medication. And you wouldn't have had to pay for that emergency room visit. Fellas. Inclusion, because you never know. Your woman may have an expertise in something that you don't know yet. That's the reason why you listen. (laughs) She may be adept in something far better than you are, but you wanna be right, you wanna be that guy that gets it right, knocks it out of the park every time. You just may not be that dude, accept it, it happens respect. This is another one that guys get mixed up. And I'm not bashing the guys. I'm not bashing the women. I'm just putting it out there. When it comes down to respect, let me tell you something. There's some men out there, ladies, and you've experienced this already. The guy that you said no to that wanted to to ask you out on on a date. And then he's calling you a bitch whore and everything else because you declined him. You see the problem with people like that, they conflate being disrespected with the word no. They don't know the difference a lot of times. And a lot of times it has to do with where they were reared and how. They may have parents, fathers in particular, that were brought up, bastardized like that, not knowing the difference. Honey, I really don't feel like having sex tonight. (laughs) My stomach hurts. And she could be really legitimately hurting. Well, he would say, Oh, you're going to disrespect me like that. (laughs) Instead of empathizing with her and understanding. Empathy is another thing that women want out of men. And see, here's the problem. You see, now we have to actually get into the intellectual side of feelings, the emotional intelligence of feelings. And this is where guys have always thought that that's where only women's supposed to go. Fellas, if you want to keep your woman, you better come off that dumb shit, get off that fucking nod, and start really looking at what's happening. These young ladies that are coming out of college now, The Gen Z's, much wiser, access to more information. You can't do like Mr. on the color purple and tell the girl that I got some tricks in that damn mailbox. That shit ain't gonna fly. These women are more sophisticated and smarter. And let me just tell you something, a lot of you guys are looking at going overseas, becoming passport bros, that kind of shit. I was doing the passport throw thing before it was even thought of. And I can tell you something about this. Once you get a stereotype associated with you in these countries, it sticks. And if it's negative, it sticks. And they treat you according to the way you behave. And it makes it harder for guys that are looking for a wife. But if you're looking for a wife... That's gonna cook, clean, kiss your ass, and be submissive. Don't be surprised if you get the opposite. Because this uh, women's movement, it's global. It's not just in the United States. So you're gonna have to learn how to live in that environment else, be by yourself. Go MGTOW, right? How many people have done that shit and worked out for them? It's just the way it is, you know? And some people have an aversion to change. Just because dad did it, doesn't mean that you have to do it. And never ask a woman to be in charge of a relationship. I'm the man. I'm the alpha male. I'm the leader because I'm the man. If you get to that point, she'll never respect your ass. You are done. You are so done at that point the best thing you can do is just pack your shit and go. Don't, 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 even, don't even try to say anything else. Now, a woman's going to look for a potential family with you. This is going to be important to her because she's going to ask questions about what do you see in the future depending on her age. Usually from her teens up to her mid to late 30s, she's probably going to be asking the family questions. And um, she's going to be more direct. And in some cases, there's going to be a decision that you have to make promptly. One thing I would suggest to you strongly, if she's asking you about starting a family, please look at where she is in life at that point. If she hasn't finished education, if she doesn't have a career, not a job, a career, if she's at a point, and I don't give a damn if you've been a cashier, If you're a cashier and been on that job for 10 years, you got a career going as a cashier. Nothing wrong with that. I don't knock that at all. As long as you're persistent and knowledgeable of what you do, I don't have a problem with it. Now, here's the thing. Does she have children already? Has she improved on her decision-making skills from when she had those children with that man, whomever that person may be, and now? Or do you see her in the same orbit? In other words, is she describing the same kind of cycle over and over? If she is, she's not for you. You'll be daddy number three, four, five, six. You want to see some growth. Now, most women neglect this particular aspect, the majority of them. They never ask for growth because they're so enamored by the guy, his hair, his eyes, and all that old dumb shit. What kind of growth will the relationship yield? See, like for instance, I also look for a woman I can learn something from. If I can't, not interested. And when I say learn something, I'm not talking about tricks, nuances, and that kind of shit. I'm talking about something I can genuinely learn that will help me in life, even if I'm not with her. Fellas, if she started talking about credit scores and that kind of shit, she's not the one for you. Just pass her up. Don't even bother with her. She's got an agenda broader than that. If she's always talking about business, yeah. Mm-mm. That's just like, you know, these women I always talk about entrepreneur and, you know, real estate and all this other shit. And they're obsessed on that, they're fixated on that. That's all you'll hear throughout the relationship. It will get old very quickly. And after a while, you, you get so sick of hearing that shit, you can't wait to be by yourself. So, you want to balance. Now, true enough, a lot of these ladies have their actual uh, requirements. And many of these are within reason. The majority of them, all of them are within reason. But here's the thing you have to realize, fellas. You got to make sure that these are not being used in a way where it's going to make you something you're not or going to put you in a situation where you may not be comfortable. That's the reason why I tell you dating is not made for everyone. So, take your time. See whether or not that person is going to work out for you. Have your Understanding of what is going on, you could always play back these podcasts in regards to some of the things that I might have said so that in that way, you know, it gives you an idea. Same thing for you ladies. Because, like I said, I'm only concerned about one thing helping others because I didn't have the help when I was out there. I know it's kind of odd. Because in our capitalist society, everybody's trying to hustle and beat the other one out for something. Maybe sometimes we should go back on what we actually are. Human beings on a place that we really don't know how we got here. No matter what people have said or written. And we're trying to survive on this rock. I want to thank you guys for listening to the show. Don't forget to tell a friend. Don't forget to subscribe, no matter what platform you're on. And I will talk to you guys on tomorrow.
0: We at Romantic Truth appreciate your listenership. Listeners, you're invited to stream and listen to Jawsons Music on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, Mac, or Deezer. Type in J-A-U-S-A-N in the search for artists to follow and like modern instrumental music from his discography. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those solely of the host and are not condoned or endorsed by Romantic Truth, Anchor or any of its affiliates.
1: The advice given herein is the expressed opinion of the host and not to be used for legal, marital, or family, counseling, or for professional practice purposes, in the event for professional assistance. Please contact the local licensed professional family
0: counselor, marriage counselor or social services professional in your region. If you need someone to talk to in regards to help, you may contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255, available 24 hours. All correspondences read on the show have been pre-screened and pre-approved by the submitter to be aired on the show. Be advised that all of the background music of production not provided by Anchor is owned by James Adams and Jorsen and One Music exclusively licensed for this Romantic Truth podcast under waiver.
1: Please understand that there were no people or animals hurt in the segments of this show including plants.
0: All sound effects were improvised in the studio setting with props. We are an equal opportunity employer with two Yorkie poodles and a rat terrier as the security detail.